0: It's the end of the week, but the start of Luke and Lewis. Check it out, check it out. Let's go. On 1019. You ready? The Fox. <laughs> That's right guys, it's Luke and Lewis on the Fox. We're back. When we're ready to check it out, check it out. People haven't been checked us out for two weeks now, because we weren't here last week.
1: Cause you want on a cruise loose. Loose? Oh.
0: Oh, I just I just got
1: Sorry guys.
0: His name's Lewis. Yeah. Not Loose. Sorry, I got I got pretty loose on the cruise. So. I haven't seen you in so long. I mean, who are you, man? No, <laughs> Introduce I yourself. I, well, my name's Loose. Oh. Uh, I just got back from a cruise. <laughs> and uh... Was it a loose cruise? <laughs> yes, it was. We're going to talk about it later. His name's Lewis. Yes. My name is Luke. Yeah. I combined our names, added a plural. I'm not sure what I did there, but it was a mistake and it won't <laughs> happen again. Well, we're going to be talking about my cruise. Uh, also, you've got some celeb spot stories coming yes. up, Luke. Yeah. Brilliant. All right. Well, we're going to talk about that and... Uh, we also have uh, a tandem bike, finally. We've got the tandem bike in
1: the studio. For those who are new to the show, we'll update you later on, but essentially this is the biggest news that's happened in the show, at least in the last forty to sixty minutes.
0: So <laughs> and we'll be in. talking about it after this. It's looking loose on the Fox. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Amy Shark said hi, just letting you know. She wanted us to tell them all, so that's what we're doing.
1: We're doing our bit, so if you're in the car right now, please lean over to the person next to you, kindly whisper in the air, hey, Amy Shark says hi, pass it on. Yep,
0: just tell them all. Instead of
1: Chinese whispers, shark whispers. Get it going, spread the word. (laughs) Or shark yelling, depending on
0: your preference for decibel usage. Yep. Um, Luke, I just got back from a cruise. Obviously, we all have one, a preference of decibel (laughs) (laughs) usage. Yes, mine's, mine's in medium tone, about yeah. what we are at now. Mm. And uh, I want to use this tone to talk about a cruise <laughs> Okay, I just went on. Uh, let's go back from a cruise. I went on a 10-day cruise with my girlfriend. I'm loving this tone. I yeah. think it's also my preference. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. Radio Mike, your preference for tone? Uh, I I could be a bit quieter, but I'm. Enjoying yeah, maybe. It. Oh, just- sorry. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, was that too loud? That was alright. <laughs> sorry, it like... won't happen again. Guys, sorry, I'm trying to. Guys, talk... also, Amy Shark says hi. I'm trying to talk about cruise. All right, I went on a ten day cruise, and uh, uh, I was issued a challenge by a listener. Uh, who called in, because I asked, because I don't drink, yep. right, which is something pretty All, much... Is the only. I don't drink or gamble, and those are the only two things to do on the cruise. It's the only thing on the brochure. Mm. Yeah, so I asked uh, the listeners, what should I do on a cruise as a sober man who doesn't gamble? And uh, <laughs> this is the suggestion that I was given by Vesna. Five cruises. What keeps you coming back? Um, stealing pens. Stealing pens? What's your record?
1: 36.
0: That's a lot of pens. Uh, uh, how yes. long was the cruise? 10
1: days. 10 days, okay. 36
0: pens. Do you reckon... You're looking at 3.6 pens a day. Do you reckon yeah. me and my girlfriend could <laughs> smash your record across the 10 well, days? I try it. All right, you can... go. I think you can beat 30 36 high. pens. All right, you 30. know what? I'm on a winning streak. I guarantee <laughs> that I'm going to steal at least 37 pens. <sighs> Guaranteed it. I did... I made a big call. I've made a lot of guarantees on this show, and all of them have paid off. Lewis <laughs> loves
1: a guarantee, and honestly, is isn't going too bad on this show. You guarantee a lot of things in the excitement on air. Guarantee this, guarantee that. Yep. Very rarely do they pay off, but recently you've been on a hot streak yes, of, I, have. I guess, guarantees that have come through. Yeah. Um, now,
0: listening to Vesna talk about how many cruises she's been on, she's been on five cruises, and she's stolen 37 pens. I just looked up the average price of, like, a pack of pens. Costs about ten thousand dollars to go on five cruises. She mm-hmm. could go home with about thirty thousand pens, yep. but she's only walked away with thirty six.
1: Right, so Not she much hasn't of a bargain. paid for a cruise in pens. <laughs> no, that she would hasn't. be unlikely, though, to have that many pens on the boat. Yeah. Now, I guess what we're all wondering, and what I've been eager to know, yeah, have, we haven't talked about this. No, I just knew you were going on the boat with a mission to steal more than thirty six pens, mm-hmm. or
0: was it thirty seven? I wanted to steal thirty-seven yeah, pens. Yeah. So to beat her record of thirty-six. Yes. How did you go, Luke? I came back with zero pens. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and I tried <laughs> the forget? whole ten days. No. The the moment I got on the ship, I was looking for pens. No one had pens. None of the staff were carrying pens because I don't think they they don't need to write anything down. But there's trivia nights. I didn't go to them. Oh, so you didn't try that hard. I don't want to hang out with other people on the cruise. I just want to steal pens.
1: Yeah, but you didn't put yourself in a pen-stealing situation. You didn't go to craft tables. I would have
0: had to go on to 37 trivia nights. Yeah. That's like I don't know that many
1: answers. You don't have to know the answers. You're there to steal pens. That's like the guys from Ocean's Eleven
0: going like, Oh, we want to steal some money, but I'm not going to the casino. (laughs) Well, yeah, I thought that the staff would just be carrying them, but... Uh, I was was targeting food areas, like all the restaurants or everything, but those staff members just have amazing memories. They don't write anything down. Right. I mean, they got a lot of stuff You seriously
1: couldn't find one pen. You had
0: a penless 10 days. No, no, not at, no. Were there pencils? No, there was nothing. I don't know what, no one was doing any kind of writing. So a cruise ship's like an international space station. Yeah. There's just no (laughs) pens up there. Well, that's what we've learned. So, well, maybe I should just go on six more cruises. Maybe that's the secret. Maybe no. she worked her way up to thirty-seven. I pens. think you know what it is. I think
1: what we've discovered here is situations that pens are most commonly used in are in social situations mm. where you might have to write something down, yeah. pass it to a friend. You chose not to be involved in any of those social activities. Yeah. Vesna's clearly a lot more social than you are on yes. a cruise, and not only have you failed this pen challenge, but you've you failed being a, a a good
0: you know. Yeah, I've, walk, human. I've walked away with no mates too. Yeah. <laughs> No mates and no pens. (laughs) Did you at least make thirty-seven friends? No, no, I didn't. No, (laughs) but I did spend two thousand dollars. Did you? Yeah. What expensive cruise? Like, as in, you spent two thousand dollars to go on the cruise, or to go on once you were on the boat? I didn't spend any money on the boat. (laughs) What did you do? Ah, just read a couple books, (laughs) 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 and looked for pens. (laughs) That sounds like the worst cruise ever. (laughs) (laughs) It was. (laughs)
1: Lewis, uh, Celeb Sports is a thing we've discussed in the past on the show. We love a Celeb Sport because obviously we get ex- Who doesn't get excited when you see a Celeb out in the wild? Now, yeah. we're not talking about, oh, we've seen a celebrity perhaps walking down the corridor here at the radio station. No. Doesn't count because that's a place where you expect to
0: find celebs that are doing press, they're promoting yeah, it's things. A natural habitat. It's a natural habitat. What we really want is like a celebrity in an obscure place doing something that you wouldn't expect them to do. Doing something unorthodox. We've had a few sent in uh, mm. to our email,
1: which is LukeandLawes5 at gmail.com if you want to contact the show anytime. We've had a few sent in since the last time we did this. Yep. The best one, or one of my favorites, was uh, a bloke saw, um, I think his name was Jeremy, he saw um, Jeff the Wiggle... <laughs> At LD. Was he <laughs> wiggling? Oh, he was shopping. not wiggling. <laughs> Right. That's the thing. Because you expect a wiggle to wiggle mm. if he was, you know, wiggling his little hands around. It's like, oh, okay, cool. That's what you expect
0: Jeff yeah. the Wiggle to do. But if you saw Jeff the Wiggle in but Aldi it'll... planking, I mean, that'd be insane. Yeah, even shopping for potatoes. You're like, he never does that on the show. I know. They don't have a song about that. They got no. a song about mashing them, but buying not them, shopping I don't think for that's in their catalog. For
1: potatoes for potatoes. It's not a song. It's not going to be a hit. No, and they probably wouldn't do it at Aldi so if they got a bigger budget than that. That's an example of a <laughs> celeb spot that we've got sent in. I had a ripper last weekend in. In Sydney. Oh, great! So yeah, yeah. I was. Now we usually judge celeb spots in th- in three categories. It's yeah. the status of the celebrity, so it's an A lister mm-hmm. or you know a B lister. Uh, the location of the spot.
0: Where were you at the time? And what this celebrity was doing? The obscure, the better. And you know what? If you guys want to call us, if you have a celeb spot thirteen ten sixty, give us a ring. Yeah, uh, let us know your celeb spot. My one. We were, I was sitting outside a cafe with. Uh, Three friends of
1: mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, so my girlfriend, uh, my friend Joseph, and my friend Frenchy. Right, mm-hmm. we're out um, in like at the outside area of a cafe, and we had just been talking about Jurassic Park at the time. <gasps> Of the celeb spot. Did you spot a dinosaur? <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> no, it wasn't a brachiosaurus walking down Surrey Hills. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> it was. Uh, so, we, we d- it just so happened that we happened to be discussing Jurassic Park at the time. Mm-hmm. And one of my mates, Joseph, goes, oh my God, look, at it's Sam Neill. <laughs> and I thought he was joking because I was like, oh, we're talking about Jurassic Park. No way. And I also, I thought he might have been doing the thing, you know, when like you spot a look alike and yeah. you go oh look that guy looks like Harrison Ford or whatever and it's yeah. just a guy with gray hair who you're like oh yeah i guess yeah we turn around and it's sam neil
0: the real sam the real Lear. sam neil in your in, in your jurassic cafe
1: park uh, no he's walking past the cafe right so he's with his wife and as he's walking past the whole cafe goes completely silent because everyone's gone oh that's sam neil from <laughs> jurassic park and he's in a lot of he's in not just in jurassic park he's been a lot of hits right mm. And as he's walking past, it's really silent. And I guess it makes Sam... Sam notices. He clocks everyone's yeah. uncomfortableness at his presence. Yeah. And my mate Frenchie just starts going... so rude. It made... Look, it was made for... I, I I felt like it actually broke the uncomfortableness. It broke the ass a little bit, and <laughs> yeah. Sam probably made Sam feel more comfortable. You but if, we were looking at Sam mm. like how he looks at the first time he sees a brachiosaurus <laughs> in the
0: film. We're like, oh my god, that's amazing! So really, the theme song was kind of more for you than him.
1: Yeah, it was definitely to just create the moment better for us. But that was my celeb spot. I would say, celeb status. Boom! Former A-lister, I would yeah. say almost current A-lister. Yeah, Sam. Neill. I mean, that's just about as good as you can get, really,
0: with yeah. a celeb in Sydney.
1: Yes. Uh, location, I guess, it's not great. He's just walking down the, the street. street. People uh, walk down the street. What all he was the time. doing? He was just kind of walking down the street with his wife. So it wasn't that crazy. That's why I thought I'd open up the phones to see if people can beat our celeb spots.
0: Yeah, so give us a call. 131060, what are your celeb spots? We'd love to hear them. You don't have to try and beat Sam Neill,
1: but if you've got one that does, give us a call.
0: Really what we're after here is uh, a big celebrity in an obscure place doing an even more obscure thing. That's how we judge it. We judge a celeb spot
1: on three different categories. Who the celeb was, the status, the location, and what they were doing at the time. Talia, what's your celeb spot?
0: Guy Sebastian. Oh, we just heard a song Australian of A-lister. Yeah. Yeah. Where, where did you spot him?
1: He was having lunch um, at a cafe in Geelong with his family.
0: Mm. I
1: mean, you would expect that he also, even though he's a celebrity, he probably does still do the three routine meals a day. <laughs> breakfast, <laughs> lunch, and dinner. That's not you very ha- obscure. <laughs> you um, happen to catch him in the middle one.
0: Yeah, which is not too obscure unless he ordered something obscure. Did you spot what he was eating?
1: No, I didn't. We got there before his food came out. Mm.
0: Ah, so he was waiting for lunch. Again, very standard thing to do. Look, I'm going to give you a high what? mark for the celeb, but not very much marks for the activity. And what so but it, was it in Geelong, did you say? Yeah.
1: That's um, strange. That's I, I I don't think Guy Sebastian lives in Geelong. I don't know where he lives, but I would say that's a good location. Because really, you're not expecting to find celebs in Geelong.
0: No, I don't know why. It's just you're not that... really expecting to find civilization there either. Yeah, oh,
1: Geelong's the second <laughs> biggest city of Victoria, but yeah, you no. don't. I'm thi- just being rude. Yes.
0: <laughs> but... uh, well, thanks for calling, Talia. Uh, Dex, I, I don't think that beats mm? Sam Neill. No, it doesn't. No, no. I'm Dex, still reigning number uh, one. What's your celeb spot?
1: Uh, Rod Stewart.
0: Rod Stewart. Stewart. Okay, That's big.
1: My dad would have been thrilled at that one.
0: Mm. And where did you spot him?
1: Uh, he was at the Celtic Club in Melbourne, having a pint of Guinness at one o'clock in the morning.
0: Now, that's obscure. That's obscure. Does he sing
1: about Guinness at all? I don't he, think he, so. Oh. I think he just finished a concert, and he'd come down for a quiet pint to watch his beloved Celtic. Ah, oh, okay. he uh, be standing next to him. That's a pretty obscure rod. You, I wouldn't have expected that. I probably wouldn't have even recognized Rod Stewart. I actually do know what he looks like, but at, in a passing glance, I wouldn't have probably clocked him. I was oh, that's
0: Rob Stewart. He just would to look like an old guy in a pub, Rob. really. <laughs> <laughs> Rob Stewart's just yeah. some guy in a pub. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. What do you think of that, Luke? Do you reckon that top Sam Neill?
1: Location and activity does, not status of celebrity. Mm, that's I true. still think perhaps Sam Neill's more of a household name than Rod Stewart.
0: Mm-hmm. Debatable. I think it's pretty even. Yeah, okay. It's even with you. Um, Ebony, welcome to the show. What's your celeb spot? Um, Harry Styles. Oh, and what oh, was he doing? Well, this is okay. This is, this is B Sam now. This is
1: A. <laughs> yeah. What's yep. the location?
0: I, um, I used to work at like a high end day spa as a massage therapist. Yeah. So he was coming in for a massage. Oh, ah, right. Yeah. See, then, I, I feel like that would be a fairly standard thing, not for me. But for Harry Styles, quite yeah. a standard thing for him to do. You copped so, a
1: bit of a relaxed Harry. That's exciting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what was. He, he was really
0: lovely. He what? came, like, I wasn't treating him, but, like, all of us were, like, fangirling, and he came over and gave us all hugs. It was sweet. Oh, that's <laughs> good.
1: Well, that's good. No, I don't <laughs> generally hug my masseuse, but <laughs> it's good that Harry's the rest going of the extra us mile. that were,
0: like, fangirling, like, peeping through the door. <laughs> okay, well, that's okay, very so a professional, Ebony. <laughs> and did you all get fired after <laughs> no, this? No, okay. But that's before why he, he used to work at a day spa.
1: <laughs> um, And I guess, so. at the time, he, I mean, he was obviously getting a massage, yeah? Mm. So that's what he yeah. was doing. Yeah, I would say, no, that's definitely better than mine.
0: Yeah, that's better, than, better yours. than mine. You don't expect Harry Styles to walk into your day spa. No. And, uh, Beck, welcome to the show. What's your celeb spot? Hi guys, love your show. I don't know if I can beat Harry Styles either, but I was working at Melbourne Airport, and as I was finishing my shift, I'm walking down. It's just like the general public area where everyone enters the airport, mm. and I see Serena Williams standing there collecting her own bags off the like the turntable. Ooh. Ooh. See, I was immediately yeah. going to poo poo celebrity in an airport because that's where you expect to find of celebs. They're they traveling, do they're in, they're out. But <laughs> you don't expect Serena Williams to get her own baggage. Yeah. How many bags were there? Heaps and heaps of security too, but it was. She was so relaxed, it wasn't like the security even seemed to be anywhere near it. be placed it at her, and yeah, I would have thought she had a little bag
1: boy run in, get the bag quickly, pick it up, get out of the way quickly.
0: (laughs) 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 No, she was amazing, she was a machine, she was just like there waiting for her own bag. (laughs) Well,
1: that's a pretty good celeb spot, I think. You know what, that almost beats Harry Styles just because I I I think you've seen a celebrity doing. A normal thing that celebrities don't probably don't do that much.
0: Yeah, so we're going to give it to Beck. That's the best celeb spot. Thanks for calling, guys. Uh, it's Luke and Lewis on the Fox. While we were on break, you had uh, an incredibly awkward experience at a bar.
1: Yeah, I was on Friday night. My girlfriend Emily and I were out at a local bar near our house, just having a couple of a couple of drinks together. And we went to a less crowded bar in our area. Uh, which is, I guess, appeals to a more older demographic than us. Mm -hmm. We're about the youngest people in the bar. So, was this at Diamond City? It was, yes, nearby. Uh, And uh, we were... At this bar, I think we were the youngest people of about 20 to 25 years in the bar. Oh, so right. So, feeling a little bit left out, there were some older tunes playing, but it was a good vibe. We, we were just sitting in a corner kind of was chatting. It like it was it like a party thing? Was like people dancing? No, or? it was just random people would come. It was just oddly, there was no one really our age. It was a 40 plus bar. So, just say. all your
0: parents' mates having a drink together? Yeah, people,
1: my, people our
0: parents' age cool. were
1: there. Um, having a, everyone was having a great time, and I guess it, was, it attracted the kind of people. It was a Friday night, so mm-hmm. I think it attracted a few older singles,
0: a couple to the of bar. Div- divorcees, yeah, to get their boogie on.
1: Yeah, a few people kind of like having a boogie, maybe trying to meet some new people, stuff like that. Uh-huh. And I guess we were kind of. No, we, we're trying to, we're trying not to judge people, but we're kind of looking around the bar, going, "Wow, like you know, this is." Anytime very
0: anyone says, "I was trying not to judge people," yes. you know
1: you're about <laughs> you're about to say something real mean. Now, this is what happened. <laughs> Have you ever been in a situation where you say something? So we're talking very loud over music, as you do in a bar situation. You're yeah. often yelling at each other in a busy bar, mm-hmm. talking very loudly. The music cut off, and I said something incredibly awkward. What to no music? To no music. Everyone in the bar heard me. Stared at me, and then about three seconds of silence, Van Halen's jump just started going... (laughs) <laughs> Boom! 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 Geez, that's bum, motivational. Bum, bum, bum. And then, it, and then it was just, let's get out of here. Yeah. So, it, is it because okay, I wanted so did to you recreate say something
0: about everyone else at the bar, about every single person in the bar. <laughs> I was trying not to be judgmental, but I will yell well, something I didn't, I about think they'd everyone. Hear it?
1: It was, it was loud at the time, and we were in a corner. So, in just because
0: order... they can't hear it doesn't mean you're <laughs> yeah, not being mean.
1: I know. Well, <laughs> I regret it now, but to kind of recreate. The awkwardness, and to give you kind of, and to people listening, to give you all some kind of feel of exactly what the situation was like. I've actually got radio out button push here. He's going to fade up some bar chatter. We've got some. This is how it was kind of sounding. Are you going to say bar. what you yep. actually said? Yep. Okay. I will say what I said. So this is cool bar vibes, <laughs> and then it just went silent. Is this what happens when your marriage fails? <laughs> <laughs> And then Emily just goes, finish your drink. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Let's
0: get out of here. It's Luke and Lewis on the fox. (laughs) Supermarkets have gotten rid of plastic bags. They're in the process of getting rid of them uh, forever.
1: It's big news. Uh, that It's great news environmentally that uh, all the big supermarkets are making the move to get rid of plastic bags for good. Mm-hmm. And we think it's a great thing, except we have one issue with it that no one's talking about,
0: Lewis. And I think that it's going to start out as quite a small issue, but really as this no plastic ban no plastic bag crisis goes on. It's going to become a giant issue. People are going to... Well, I, th- I just don't think people have thought ahead that far. Like
1: People are like, yep, yeah, it's great for the environment. We agree. Mm-hmm. But, but what are we going to do with all of our damp things? What
0: are we going to do <laughs> with all of
1: our moist
0: stuff? When you go to the beach, hmm. your towel gets wet. What do you do well, with I, the towel? I put it in a plastic bag that I got from Coles, of yes. course. Luke, you you go out in the I'm not rain.
1: Put it in the car. I'm not going to mm. put it in my backpack because my backpack will become damp like the towel. I don't want a damp backpack. Exactly. I'm not throwing out my backpack. My backpack is not disposable
0: like the coles plastic bag is. Mm. Luke, picture this. You uh <laughs> hang on. Yeah, you've go. Just, <laughs> you've just hung out the washing. You have put, but well, you've got to okay, go. Your... That's pretty hard. I don't, I, mean, I don't do my own washing. <laughs> imagine in in a theoretical universe <laughs> yes. you've done Where the washing. I'm not a child. Yeah. <laughs> And you're wearing socks, yep. but then it starts to rain, so you run out, still wearing your socks, get everything off the line, you come back inside, damp socks. What are you going to do with your moist socks?
1: Pre-ban or post-plastic bag ban?
0: Pre-ban. What are you doing with them?
1: Put them straight in a plastic bag. post Leave them out to dry at the back.
0: Post-ban. Where those moist socks go?
1: Cry. Come on radio. Ask listeners for help, which is what we're doing. I don't know. Nothing.
0: Guys, we need you to call us. 131060. What are we going to do with all of our moist things? Where what? are we going to put them?
1: What's Australia going to do with all our wet stuff? Our whole country's going to drown. We're gonna
0: <laughs> It's going to turn into a giant wet
1: island. Just like a big, damp island where everything smells and it's a bit moldy. I know.
0: We were previously putting it all in plastic bags and mm. waiting for it to dry. I mean, I have a backpack that actually has uh, uh, an insert within it that's waterproof, but it's specifically <laughs> for swim gear. We're already so getting calls. <laughs> my, my swim gear is fine. Yeah. But anything else that gets damp, uh, what am I going to do? So, ten
1: sixty, what should we do with our wet stuff, guys? We need your help. No one's thought about this. We need to solve this problem. ten sixty, what should we do when we can't have plastic bags What about damp things? Give us a call. What are we going to do with our moist stuff? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. It's... uh. Because the new recent plastic bag ban has become a part of our lives now. They've Mm. brought it upon us quite suddenly. Uh, Woolworths have banned plastic bags uh, four days ago, June 20th. Coles are still holding out for another two weeks. Yes, Uh, They're trying to get, uh, I don't know, like all the plastic bag consumers in the world to shop at Coles for the next fortnight. It is strange that they've delayed it. I mean, is that worth that much money to them? Yes, maybe they didn't have any replacements uh, ready. I'm not sure, but we realise... It's great environmentally, and we encourage the no
0: plastic bag uh, ban, obviously. Overall, it's a great idea, except for one small thing, which I think will gradually turn into a massive issue, which is what are we going to do with our wet things? Because that's what you put wet things
1: in, is a little plastic bag. Mm. So say you come home from a footy training. Oh, your footy boots are a bit wet. Whack them in a plastic bag. Yeah. All right. Uh, what about you come home from a friend's pool? Oh, my. Your board Take shorts. your bathers or your board shorts or whatever. Put them in a plastic, plastic bag.
0: bag. What if you're going to Coles pre ban? Uh, you wear yourself in the in the middle of the fresh produce aisle. Mm-hmm. Where do you put your jeans? Plastic bag. Hopefully in the bin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so we asked you guys on thirty ten sixty. What are we doing? Like, what are we doing now with our wet stuff? Can yeah. you
0: guys help us out? So Luke, welcome to the show. What are we going to do with our wet stuff? Uh, man, I'll just spin my wet stuff. Like if I was coming home from footy training and I had wet socks and soggy and everything like that, and say the washing machine was was full and couldn't do it, mm. I'll, I'll just spin them. Man, there's no point putting them somewhere and letting them stink out the house or anything like that. Just, That's true. You're so, you're a man of integrity, Luke. So you're just
1: gonna all everything that gets wet in your life is just gonna become disposable
0: from now on. Uh, not, not everything, but majority of everything. Yeah, man. Why not? I reckon. I reckon that might be more environmentally uh, mean than plastic bags. Yeah, that, just throwing out f- socks every day.
1: Yes, <laughs> get uh, any, that's getting new clothes. Definitely worse for the environment. Just, i I'm, I would say if Luke just stock up on plastic bags, man. I think that's going to cost you <laughs> a lot financially. Yeah, that's it. it should stock up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> thanks, thanks for calling, Luke. Kim, welcome to the show. What are we going to do with our moist things? Use a dedicated bag just for wet stuff. So just have a what bag reusable. Col- them. Well, what about the reusable
1: ones you can get? They cost $2. Because uh, they're fabric, and say if you get like a bit muddy, so I'm just using footy boots as an example. You here. can stick you can stick them in the washing machine as well, and hang them out to dry.
0: However, Kim, what if you're out at the beach, you go for a swim, your clothes get wet, you don't have a washing machine and, with you in the car, and then and a plumbing system set up to your to your car, and then if you put your wet stuff in your cloth bag, where do you put your moist cloth bag? plastic bag
1: well no. if it well if it's that big of an issue they do
0: still sell garbage bags they're plastic that's mm. true or glad wrap that's true yeah. there's
1: actually <laughs> a lot more plastic but I think that what we're trying to achieve here is a no plastic world mm. but still dealing with moist things a, a zero well, you, plastic you quite can put dry. them in
0: you can still put them in a cloth bag and just chuck it all in the boot. Yeah, but
1: then your cloth I bag, that, Kim, then you're going to have, have another moist... wet thing. And, Kim... and then we just start accumulating wet things. And then where are you going to put your wet cloth
0: bag? I don't you think... hang them out to dry, like how you do with any washing. Kim, I don't think you're taking this problem seriously. You're going to end up with a moist boot. <laughs> then your car's going to be
1: moist. And then what are you going to do with your moist car? Then you're going to make the road moist. There's no bad. <laughs> no bad. big Australia's enough gonna go... Australia's going to become this big, moist country. Then they're going to come in here and step over the plane and be like, Oh, what have they got going on here? We should have got Things some plastic dry. bags. It Guys, won't be the end of the world. I kind of think Kim's right. I've got a solution. Mm. Give me that scenario that you gave me before. I think I've got the final solution.
0: Okay, look, imagine yep. in a parallel universe, somewhere you have done the washing and yep. hung it out on the line. Yep. However, in this parallel universe, Coles has also ba- banned plastic yep. bags. So you're in a post plastic bag world. Yep. You run out, you're wearing socks, your socks get moist, you yep. come back in the house, where do the socks go? I whack him in front of the heater. Mm -hmm. Problem solved. He's done it. Yeah, he's (laughs) done it. It was pretty much Kim's
1: idea. Kim suggested whacking a fabric bag in front of the heater, but I've cut out the middleman. Just whack the socks out there. Leave Mm -hmm. the fabric bag for dry things. Okay. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that.
0: please turn that applause off. Luke, what if you're not at home and you don't have a heater?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You're gonna be wet, and <laughs> so <are> your socks.
0: <laughs> Luke and Lewis on the Fox. We are playing a new game because, uh, well, I think we just discovered that the uh, old game was just too easy.
1: Yes, we used to play a game on the show called the Name Game, but today, Lewis, we're trying this. He might be ten. She might be twenty. He might be one, but probably not. We'll, we'll guess your bad. age. We'll, we'll guess your bad. age.
0: Thirteen ten sixty the age game. That's right, guys. We're playing the age game. We're going to guess callers' ages by asking them three questions to try and deduce what year they were bo- they were born in. Because we figured out uh, just pretty much in, uh,
1: we've just worked just by out by trial and error that guessing people's names turns out not as hard as you'd think. I mean, mm. I still think we fluked it. Lewis guessed the. Uh, it was pure name.
0: skill. Yeah, okay, it okay, was pure you, you skill. You guessed
1: it two weeks in a row. Yep. That is a fluke. Uh, we had no idea what people's uh, what people's names were uh, when they called. And obviously, today we'll have no idea what people's ages are who we're talking to. We yeah. get three questions to kind of, yeah, help narrow it down. Perhaps, uh, you know, find out if they're a youthful person, mm-hmm. a bit older. They could be a child. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I don't know, just like... I feel like personality do matters think, less. Do you think you can tell more about a person's... Uh, like, yeah, do you think by someone's voice you can... I think by
0: someone's voice, I I reckon I could guess whether they're in their 20s or their 40s. I reckon 30s could go either way. Yeah,
1: I would argue that a 30-year-old could sound exactly like a 20-year-old. They're still in a youthful part of their life, Mm. but perhaps a 40 to 50-year-old may sound different with the phone. Uh, Another thing, if, say, an 8-year-old calls up or a 10-year-old calls up, I could not tell you the difference between a 7-year-old speaking and a 12-year-old.
0: But you anything, would know. Anything that it's pre, probably, especially male. 10 years. Anything pre-puberty, very hard. Mm. So, guys, if 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 you pre-puberty, give us yeah. a ring. <laughs> yeah. Ten sixty,
1: we'll bed. try and guess your. Age. <laughs> no, no, go
0: to bed. All right, if you.
1: <laughs> oh no, it's seven. Give us a ring, then tuck yourself into bed. You got school tomorrow. Come on, all be right, responsible. guys. Uh, talk to you soon. We're going to guess
0: your age, Luca Lewis on the phone.
1: He might be ten. She might be twenty. He might be one, but probably not. We'll guess your age. We'll guess your age. 13, 10, 60. The age game.
0: That's right. We're playing the age game today. And uh, because we figured out that the name game, which we have been playing, mm. is just too easy. We well, guess too many be. names. Even though it shouldn't be, we just figured out that obviously names do have personalities attached to them. Yeah. So we're going to see if ages can be guessed with three kind of unrelated questions. We're switching
1: it up today, and uh, we'll be playing as a team. Uh, We have one caller and one chance only to Mm -hmm. guess this person's age. Otherwise, it is a fail, and I guess we try again next week. The chances of guessing someone's age, I realise, are about... What's the average uh, lifespan? About 85? 85?
0: Yeah, around 85. Yeah, so 90? it's about
1: 1 and 85, and you could probably
0: rule out the first five years, because I don't think those people would know how to use a phone. And do you think that we're getting much of the 80-year-old market, or are they all on 3AW? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so I don't think they're playing the age game either. Okay, so I think that we're probably playing in the range of like 1 to 60, maybe, yep. if it's like a really cool grandma who listens to the Fox. <laughs> so, Courtney, <laughs> welcome to the show. Do not say your age, even if you're a cool I grandma. Will. Are you a cool grandma? Oh no! Wait, wait, wait! No, wait, no, no, no! no don't wait, wait, stop. wait! Stop! Don't answer that, Come on, everyone.
1: Oh, we, was that our first question? We've mucked it up. I'm you sorry. You just asked
0: another question. You just asked. Was that our first question, <laughs> mate? What are you doing? You're just burning questions.
1: No, I didn't. Uh, I asked that to you. Okay, I didn't all ask right, that that's fair enough. So I have burnt one question. We get three questions to ask you, Courtney. I'm sorry, I've done it again, and I've blown the first one. I guess you suck. We'll all of these it. guessing games. I got excited, <laughs> Courtney. Are you yeah. a cool grandma?
0: No, I'm not.
1: I should have asked if she's a grandma or not because,
0: like, well, she could, she could, be could be still be a grandma, one, but an uncool one. Well, but... should we, court Courtney?
1: <laughs> don't ask her Are
0: you a, are you a regular or uncool grandma? What a waste of
1: a time. No, I'm not a grandma. Period.
0: Oh. Okay. Damn, we just used two questions. <laughs> now, one thing that what. Like well, are there now, are young grandmas now, Luke. We had three questions; now we just burnt two. Left. Now we need to decide which question we're going to use I've on Courtney. Got one. So
1: Courtney sounds quite youthful. I think we can detect mm. from her voice. Well, we didn't really even need to ask
0: that; we no. could just tell by the sound of her voice. Yeah, I had two questions I don't on think
1: that. Two grandma-based questions was the way to go. In <laughs> hindsight,
0: it's well, right. This is the first time playing this game. i are still learning. One that I think
1: will uh, really determine if she is properly youthful or mm-hmm. not. Are you happy to trust me on this one? I haven't run it by you before the show. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know
0: if I should trust you. You've
1: burnt one. Do you have a question?
0: Mm, I, I already asked it about the grandma. It didn't okay. turn out well, so maybe we'll just give it to you.
1: Okay. This one will is, is a gauge of,
0: is Courtney
1: a youthful person? And I mm-hmm. think, judging by her answer, we should be able to guess her age correctly. Okay. Go for it. Courtney, do yes. you know who Soldier Boy is? <laughs> yes, I do.
0: Mm. So she's...
1: Similar age to us Because I was in grade 6 When I was doing The Soldier Boy dance Yeah
0: my little brother Was doing that And he's uh, He's 21 I'm 24 So I know who Soldier Boy is I reckon she's Probably Under 26 Yes So Are we
1: floating In the range Of 20 to 26
0: Yeah I think around that area Do you want to Do you want to leave it to me I think I feel pretty good About this You know
1: what You've got two in a row Mm -hmm. Happy for you to go For the trifecta Okay Wait 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 What are you thinking You'll find it Can you Well no This isn't a guess Can you just tell me This isn't your official guess What are you thinking
0: I'm thinking 23 Because it's in the middle Of of 23 and 26
1: That's a good call Mm. And as a 23 year old I would not be A a cool grandma Mm -hmm. I would not be A grandma And I would also know Who Soldier Boy is Lock in 23 Courtney
0: no, I'm not. Oh. I'm twenty. Oh. Twenty. We were in the same. We week. were in the ballpark, we though. We got. We got to the, in the zone. <laughs> well, at least. At least we know that you're not a. You're not a grandma, cool or uncle. That's pretty good to know. Yeah. How much That's of a soldier boy fan are you, Courtney? Oh, I wouldn't say too much. Yeah. I no. I don't,
1: don't know. You. It is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not anymore, Anyway. No. <laughs>
1: Everyone's forgotten that dance. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you very much for playing, Courtney. Um, obviously, you're a 20 year old. You sound as 20 as ever. You sound a ad- no day. Over 20, because you're 20. (laughs)
0: Thank you. Well, thanks for calling, Courtney. We're going to be playing this again next week. We're going to give it it a go, and uh, hopefully we won't burn the first two questions. But, hey, we'll see. Luke might blurt something out. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. Guys, I've been on a cruise for the last 10 days. I missed last week's show, but I am back. And, it's um, great to have you back on land. Yes, uh, and, and it's good to be back with, with you and our our button pusher radio mic. It's good to be with you, man. Thank you. Thanks for having me back as well. No worries. Well, uh, you were lucky you got invited <laughs> back. Yeah, we, well, a couple of people were busy, so... Yeah. <laughs> Had a bit of a chat about it. <laughs> yeah, but um, you know, you'll be here for at least maybe two weeks, but after then... I like see. that he still doesn't know if we're joking or not. <laughs> Um, Now, I I went on the cruise uh, for 10 days, and um, I just wanted to to tell you something, Radio Mike. You're our button push of the show. Um, I was just wondering, I had a question for you. Uh, Have you lost your sunglasses recently?
1: I actually have. How'd you know?
0: (laughs) did you know? (laughs) Did you
1: take them on the cruise? (laughs) I was looking for them all week. I asked my mum, and she yelled at me.
0: She said, you always lose all your stuff. Well, Mike, uh, I have a bit of a confession to make. Uh, I, you left, on the last time we did our show, you left your sunglasses. What a dumb prank. (laughs) You, You left your sunglasses on the panel. So I thought, oh, this will be funny. I'll take them on the cruise. <laughs> I'll wear them. I'll take photos. And I'll, I'll post all of these on the Luke and Lewis uh, Instagram. I've got heaps of photos of me and your sunglasses just hanging out. Uh, and what I've also done, like, what, how do you feel about that? Did you, how, how long were you your looking for? Your sunglasses have gone I'm, on a holiday. <laughs> so I literally today, like, like for the past week, every day, I've been like, Mom, where are my sunglasses? She's like, you're always losing your stuff. I'm not helping you look. And now I've, this is great because now I can tell her mm. where they are. Were you going to mm-hmm. buy? They're (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, I had another pair, but they're not as cool. Did your mum say, oh, perhaps check uh, behind your cupboard. Oh, have you checked New Caledonia?
0: (laughs) (laughs) She did it. No, well, she's just that. Well, what I have here, Mike, is uh, I didn't want you to feel left out on what happened on the cruise with your sunglasses. So I was recording the whole time I was on the cruise, and this is what me and your sunglasses got up to. Oh, wow, Radio Mike Sunglasses! Look how big the cruise ship is! Ah, isn't our cabin amazing, Radio Mike Sunglasses? Just look at the view on our balcony! I know. I'm speechless, too. Land ho! Oh, beautiful! We made it to Mystery Island in New Caledonia. Isn't the sand amazing, Radio mic, sunglasses? And the sun is so bright! It's a good thing I can wear you on my face. I'm so glad I took you from Mike without asking permission and I'm sure he will also agree. Well, Radio Mike Sunglasses, that's the end of our trip. We've got so many memories we can look back on to enjoy later. Oh! Oh, no! (laughs) I dropped Radio mic, right. sunglasses on the ground and now they're broken. Oh. That was irresponsible. I probably should have looked after them, but <laughs> I didn't. And now they're broken. But you know what? That's okay, because it doesn't matter how many sunglasses get broken on the trip. What really matters are the friends you make along the way. Sorry, mate. I, I broke your sunnies. I, uh, I can see. I, uh, I, I sat on them, and the, and the whole arm broke off. And and I tried to fix it, but it was just they're just ruined. Um, <laughs> but I wasn't planning on doing that. And I feel kind of bad about it But I brought him back There you go, man You put back half of his sunglasses Three yeah. quarters I can't wear these Well, no But w- I think what I was saying in the schedule It doesn't matter how many sunnies get broken It's the friends you make along the way yeah, so. Now you're returning your friend to Mike No, yeah. I didn't make friends with the, Well, actually I didn't make any friends on the cruise <laughs> yeah. either, So this was just a, So like, you literally achieved nothing You just stole his sunglasses, broke
1: them, made no friends And then yeah. thought it would be funny to tell him on the radio oh, it, was, it was
0: pretty funny Yeah, it was pretty good <laughs> So, uh, there you go, man. You're welcome. Thanks, man. Uh, can you buy me a new pair? Or? Uh, well, no. I've spent all my money on the cruise. <laughs> how much? Uh, how expensive were they? I don't know. Like 20 bucks or something. Oh, thank yeah. God. It's a uh. expensive. I'll buy a new pair. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, man. All right. Uh, also,
1: uh, <laughs> Mystery Island's in uh, Vanuatu, not New Caledonia. That was the only problem I had with the sketch. Just Googled it then. Do you have a
0: problem with me breaking Mike's sonnies? I don't, no, it's fine. <laughs> Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Uh, I've been away for the last 10 days on a cruise, but um, we—I did what I did do before I left is uh, agree to uh, an opportunity that I then uh, couldn't show up to, and you, you just had to go.
1: We both got asked by the radio station. Uh, Fox was helping uh, Universal Pictures uh, host the Jurassic World movie premiere last weekend at Crown, yep. and it was a, quite a big event. Uh, huge cinemas, uh, mm-hmm. I think well over... I want to say well over the six hundred mark of people attending this movie premiere. It's quite a big deal for the company, and we were asked to host the premiere. They're like, "You guys are a new show. Yeah, you guys do a lot of public speaking and stuff. We mm-hmm. think you'd be great for the job." And well, we so both, of course, said, I
0: was, I agreed straight away. Yes, like, yes, of course, I can do that.
1: And then we, as Lewis,
0: had a cruise. Well, you. Didn't realize until the last minute. Well, yeah, you had no opportunity to realize. So yep. I should have known about that, but I didn't. I found out about a couple of days beforehand. I'm like, yeah, oh, no, I can't do that. I'm yep. going on a cruise.
1: So, what happened was the company was like, well, Luke, are you still up for doing it by yourself? And I was a bit like, oh, yeah. And I was, I guess I was painted into a corner a little bit. And I went, yep, I'm happy
0: to represent the show. Um, and well, I yeah, guess you kind of went in as an ambassador for the Luke and Lewis and show. Like, and I... You represented us and 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 me as well. And <laughs> I hope you kept up our esteemed uh, reputation that we do have here in yes. the company. Well, I had to actually say,
1: that's how I started my... So you get up before in the movie center, you get up with a microphone. I'm standing up in front of about 400 people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, hi, guys. Oh, my name's Luke. I'm from the Luke and Lewis show on Sunday nights on Yeah, And already I've dropped our name. So people know that, okay, great. He's representing the show. Yep. And I wouldn't want... Our reputation, uh, to you know, to 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 be tarnished on my behalf. I know, That's the last be, thing I'd want for the show. We have such
0: a good reputation. Like, oh, those are the guys that guessed the names. Yes, <laughs>
1: but there was an idea for a joke that came up in the planning meeting of this event. So uh, they were like, "Hey, you do a bit of comedy, you know, make it funny, try and make it funny, entertaining." And I was like, "Can do." And Kenya? one question that they wanted uh, me to ask, mm. uh, firstly, I got up there and I forgot the name of the film, so I wasn't right. off to a great start. That's,
0: a, that, that's already damaged our yeah. reputation.
1: And then I was kind of looked at the lady at Universal Pictures like, for a bit of help. Like, I'm like, oh, thanks for coming out to the... Uh, wasn't it everywhere movie... on
0: the walls? Well, yeah.
1: She goes, she points to me like, just, just look behind you. It's on the huge cinema screen. <laughs> so I read it. I was like, uh, thanks for coming out to, oh, the movie premiere of, um or. Oh, and then I turned around and I was like,
0: Jurassic World: The Fallen Kingdom. It's like the only <laughs> movie about dinosaurs. Like it, 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 it either be that Mate, or Ice Age. I thought it was like, <laughs> yeah, it's just true.
1: Like I didn't say Ice Age, um, <laughs> and backed it up with a Sid the Sloth impression. <laughs> so I was like, I went up there right, and there yep. was one thing they wanted me to ask the audience to get a bit of crowd participation in uh, was because was it was the twenty fifth anniversary of the original Jurassic Park film. They want to ask the audience, where, uh, do, does anyone remember where they were when they first watched the original
0: film? And that was what my question, right? Well, people would have had to be kind of at least yes. 40 to remember yeah. what they were doing when they saw
1: the film. And in the planning meeting, uh, a guy from the company, from the promotions department went, oh, where were you? And I replied very sheepishly with a testicle joke. Yeah. Um, And now, this is a warning, we've got a bit of audio from the night If you've got little ears in the car, uh, any kids, maybe come back in five minutes Mm -hmm. Um, If you've got children in the car, otherwise, enjoy the ride (laughs) So, I said to the guy, I was like, I was planning, I I said, oh, I was in my dad's ball sack (laughs) Because I wasn't alive, and that's, uh, it's a pretty good joke I'm 21 years old, wasn't around 25 years ago
0: It's definitely a joke
1: It's not a great joke, and I guess it's not one. And you know what? You're on a cruise. You're in the middle of the ocean.
0: That's You're representing our show, and you're like, oh, you know what will do Lewis (laughs) proud? A nutsack joke. Yeah. (laughs) 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 I ran it by James, our producer,
1: and he went, oh, maybe give that one a miss, because it's a huge event. There's clients of the company. Mm. All the bosses are there. Everyone from Universal Pictures is there. Hang on. Quite a star-studded event.
0: How long between the planning meeting were you thought of ball sack joke and then actually doing it did you have? 48
1: hours to, con- to consider 48 away. hours to yes. consider and, and, and um, you were like oh I won't do it I recorded uh, w- me it. doing it and this is how it went does anyone remember where they were when the first film was released? no we had some stories in the last cinema people had some tales. I was in my dad's ball sack um, <laughs> <laughs> I was, I was Uh did you hear me back it up with Trying to attempt to cover it up with a dinosaur mate, joke. I went, oh, I was extinct. And then I pointed to a dinosaur that was on the screen. Mate,
0: not only did people not laugh. <laughs> Mike, can you play it again? You can hear disgruntled talking. People going. Play it again. Does anyone remember where they were when the first film was released? No. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to the audience. last cinema. People have some... So I was in my dad's ball um, so Oh, I'm, I didn't like that. That wasn't very. Shit. That's what uh, they said. People are looking at each other, going, oh, I didn't come here for ball sack jokes. Yeah. So I came here for dinosaur eggs. <laughs> you know that one laugh that you hear? Yeah. It was my mate who was my plus one. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least, uh, at least he's got a good view of so our show. How did I go at representing the show? Um,. I'd say that's our show. Yeah, well done, mate. Pretty we're much good sums
1: job. it up, everyone. Great job, <laughs> team. Job. All right. Cool. I, do, I don't think we'll get invited back. <laughs> More ball suck
0: jokes after this. It's Luke Lewis on the Fox.
1: Uh, Lewis, before the break, if people were listening, they may have heard a joke that I did at a recent Jurassic World premiere. It was a bit of an inappropriate joke that I decided to yes. go with when I was hosting it about... Being in my dad's equipment because I wasn't before you were born. Before I was born, because uh-huh. we're referencing a thing that happened 25 years ago over yep. the song. I've got a. I've just you received. Just bring a, it back up to our show. Yeah, thanks, I just mate. just received a text from Dad uh, <laughs> saying, "On that performance, I should have kept you. Th- I should have kept you there." So, <laughs> thanks, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> not a big fan of that one, as
0: not as, as were the other 400 people in the room <laughs> at the time. That's great. I reckon we should replace you with him. <laughs> yeah. That's very funny. Um, but now, uh, it's time for this. We want a tandem bicycle.
1: We want a tandem bike. We want our boss to pay for it. Yeah, that is what we'd like.
0: You're welcome, guys. Best opener we've ever done. Uh, a lot of good singing. went into that one. And, uh, guys, we're happy to report that we finally, after, I'd say, almost months of work... About two months. ...tracked, tracked down... an actual tandem bike, and we have it in the studio here with
1: us. We are standing here with the tandem bike. Now, for those who are new to the show, haven't caught up in a while, here's what's happened. Mm -hmm. Two months ago, the radio station uh, received... uh, uh, They're all rebranded. I'm not sure if they bought new ones, but they've got a bunch of new Fox-branded Jeeps called Mm -hmm. Black Thunders. They're big cars that drive around. You might have seen them at shopping centres, different events, maybe Mm -hmm. at the beach at St. Kilda, driving around, promoting the radio station, and... Each car had a different radio station. So one was the, sorry, radio, radio show. show. One car was the Hughie and Kate car. Mm-hmm. Uh, one car was the Carrie and Tommy car. And one yep. car was the breakfast show Fee Fee Evan and Byron. Yes. We thought, hey, Fox.
0: Where's the Luke and Lewis Jeep? We got slighted. <laughs> we didn't get a Jeep. We didn't even get a mode of transport. So we thought that we would go out and buy uh, a tandem bike because we did, we don't deserve a Jeep. We understand that. Not even a secondhand one. Yes. We thought maybe we could do with a tandem bike. We got a $100 uh, budget from the boss plus $10 GST. Yes. And, and I guess we should explain the story of how we came across the bike. Because I
1: think the last time we spoke about it on the show, we were going to buy a kid's uh, princess Tandem Bike. Because you can't
0: buy a Tandem Bike for $110.
1: Well, yes. That's what we thought. We're like, there's no way we're going to be able to get a Tandem Bike for this budget. But we've managed to get one, and it's in the studio. Now, it's actually... We didn't buy this Tandem Bike. It's no. actually... We have a guy who does videos for our show, a digital uh, guy, Todd. Yes. Uh, we call him Tripod Todd on the show, because he knows his way around a tripod. Come um, in, Todd, mate. welcome to the studio. He's just coming Hi, in now. This is actually <laughs> your dad's Tandem Bike. Yes, it is. And... This is how it happened. Mate, so it was the We whole- have
0: been hunting for a tandem bike, and you have been trying to help us find a tandem bike mm-hmm. for two months. Yep. We've been looking on the Trading Post, on eBay, Gumtree, everywhere. You've had a tandem bike sitting in your <laughs> this- <laughs> garage for free the whole time.
1: This is what happened. Yes. So we were driving home from the radio show two weeks ago, and I was like, oh, man, I'm not sure if we're going to be able to get this tandem bike. You know, we're, we're having a lot of trouble. And he goes, yeah, yeah, I know. And he goes, oh, I guess we could just use mine. And I went, What? He goes, Yeah, yeah. He goes, Yeah, I've got a tandem bike. And I went, We've been searching for six weeks. I've seen you on Gumtree helping us look after the show. You've
0: you've been working. That's not even your job. We've been like, Don't worry about videos. Get us a tandem bike. And you're like, I'll go on Gumtree instead of my own house. You're like, Oh, I won't check my garage because
1: I know I own one. So explain why didn't you bring this up earlier? Well, I was just watching you all and like having so much excitement, and like you were kind of building it up quite a bit um, in like just trying to find. Yes, because like, we desperately yeah, needed, we needed a really one. Yeah, yeah, and I just I just wanted to. So you didn't want see, to. You did want see that through. You didn't want to disrupt the journey by handing us one on a platter. So <laughs> yeah. you just yeah. you just
0: watched the struggle. So you're a sociopath. <laughs> well, he's sociopath. Told. But at
1: the time, he goes. <laughs> Nah, I'm pretty sure I told you. So I called Lewis. I was like, hey, Lewis, I got him on speakerphone. I was like, did Todd tell you that he has a tandem bike? And he went, no. So then we got Mike, added Mike to the call. Uh, Radio back at Battlefield. I'm like, hey, he goes, oh, I think I sold someone. And I'm like, Mike, did Todd tell you? He goes, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Todd didn't tell me. We added our producer James. I'm like, did Todd tell you about that he owns a tandem bike? Producer James goes, No." nah. You didn't tell anyone. You told someone in your head. You kept this secret. Anyway, the good news is we've got one now. But, we've got a tandem Yeah, work, yeah we've got everybody. a tandem bike. Uh, so thank you very much oh, to Tripod Todd and his dad uh, for lending it to us. Well, I mean, the plan was owning one. Do well, what's the How are we going about this? When do we have to return it by? How long do we have it for?
0: Ah, uh, you've really got it for as long as you want. It does it doesn't not get, get used use that much. <laughs> it, it looks
1: like it has been collecting a bit of dust. But before the show, we actually decorated the tandem bike. We yep. wanted to
0: pimp our bike.
1: Um, we've put Luke and Lewis cardboard branding. Yes, because um, we
0: don't have much of a budget. We've only got $100. So, no. uh, we spent $10 on some streamers for the handlebars. That's yeah, good. I
1: went. Yeah, we, me and Todd went to a bike shop before the show, and I was like, hey, man, do you have any uh, pink, colorful streamers? And he went, yeah, man, no worries. Uh, you, can, you guys can just take them. And he was making it like he was just giving it to us. Yeah. He goes, yeah, and that'll be like uh, 10 bucks. And I was like, mate, it's pieces of paper. Like <laughs> 20 cents, I would have been. Yeah, that's a good deal, but... Hey, we didn't have to pay for the tandem bike. What and are we going to do with the extra hundred bucks? It. Are we just going to pocket that? Oh, I I think we just invoice AB for decoration costs.
0: <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, we went that that'll be the labour. We'll yeah. split the fifty. Bucks, I spent ninety bucks palmer. on that
1: cardboard, <laughs> and we've also called it. It's a silver tandem bike, yeah. and um, we've called it the Silver Fox instead of the Jeeps yeah. called Black Thunders. Um. Pretty clever name. It's Silver Bike. We're on the radio station Fox. Silver Fox. So, we're
0: going to post a couple of photos on Instagram of our tandem bike, maybe in a video of us riding, because we haven't even ridden the thing yet.
1: Yes. Well, after the break, we will briefly discuss. We do want to lay ourselves a challenge of Mm -hmm. how we can
0: compete with the Jeeps at the company. Well, yeah. I think with this tandem bike, we can easily upstage a Jeep. So, that's what we're going to do after this. Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Uh, That brings us to the end of the show, but we have uh, our tandem bike sitting in the studio here, and... uh, What we need to do, it's branded for our show. It's our official mode of transport for the show. We've called it the Silver Fox. Mm. Uh, We're trying
1: to compete with the Black Thunder Jeeps that this station has bought the company, which go out to
0: shopping centers, beaches, public places to promote
1: the radio station.
0: Yeah. So, what we've done is we've uh, we've got their schedule, the, uh, the Black Thunder schedule. We're going to go to wherever their next promotional stop is. I think they've got one coming up where they have to give out just cans of Coke and yeah. stuff. I reckon we'll rock up unannounced in the tandem bike. Yeah. And we'll just see if we can hand out more... More cans than We'll see,
1: because the whole goal of these uh, promotional teams is to try and create a great vibe around the brand, you know, a pump yeah. and vibe, you know, Fox is the best and stuff. We can out-vibe them. Let's just try and out-vibe them with the Luke and Lewis Silver Fox. Let's rock up. So we'll, we'll rock up with our helmets on, quickly take our helmets off, Put the bike stand down; <laughs> they'll look cool. I think. That yeah, <laughs> um, will look cool. Then we'll try and do a cool dismount off the tandem oh, bike together. we need to together. do a
0: synchronized dismount. Yes, where it it shows our legs authority get off. and yeah. strength. I mean, that'll really intimidate the guy because you can't really synchronize yeah. get out of a jeep, yeah. with a tandem bike. That's what it's all about.
1: Yeah, and people will see us coming because we've got two bells on the front. I'll give it a bit of a ring.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That is quite a bell. Yeah, so that's, that's people hear us coming border. from.
1: A, I was about to say a mile away, from about couple twenty meters. to thirty meters away, <laughs> and we'll really make an entrance. I feel so. Yep. I guess during the week we're going to go out uh, and really sh- try and show up the other, it. Let's try and upstage it. Let's br-
0: let's push the fox brand. We're going to outvibe those jeeps. People
1: will be like, "Oh my god!" Like you know, Hughes and Kate Van will be out there, and that they'll be doing great work. But people are like, "Oh, who's this Luke and Lewis show with the cardboard sign?" <laughs> and we'll be like hey Sunday nights (laughs) that's where it's at (laughs) we don't have the budget but we got the vibe that's right
0: That's no money but many vibes so I guess we'll report on that next week yep so uh, thanks for listening guys if you want to catch up on the show you can check us out on the podcast just search us on the internet or all of our social media if you want to see pictures of the bike and uh, Mike's broken sunnies sorry about (laughs) that mate but uh, we'll see you guys next Sunday it's Luke and Lewis on the Fox Luke and Lewis on 1019 the Fox